This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. There is a buffet of food delivery apps and services out there. So when one advertises a free dinner delivery, we definitely want to know uh, more about it. They've been around for a few years. Here with the details on what they are up to, MealPal co-founder and CEO Mary Biggin. She joins us on the phone in New York City. She, by the way, also one of the founders of ClassPass. And she was a former college I don't know, roommate, not roommate, but uh, Colby College, where she went, is actually where Tim went. Uh, Tim Stenovic is my co-host, and he was saying, I went to college with her. Uh, Mary, nice to have you here. Thanks for having me, Carol. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing at MealPal, because you've been doing it for a couple of years, but you're doing it differently. Yeah, so MealPal traditionally has been a meal pickup service, and we really focused on lunch and helping consumers save time and money when you're you know, running out of the office to pick up a lunch. Um, you know, pre-COVID, we helped consumers reserve over 40 million meals at restaurants like Sweet Green, Chipotle, Shake Shack, Chick-fil-A, um, you know, kind of all of the fast casual restaurants that people know and are really familiar with. Um, and just recently, we've added on a delivery service. We certainly had a, a lot of interest in that as people transitioned to working from home and really have launched a bit of a different delivery service in that it's really geared at helping consumers save money, but making it really efficient and a good offering for the restaurant's business model as well. So tell us how it works. And I feel like to some extent, it's like just-in-time inventory for the restaurants that they can really plan and know exactly how many people are going to buy meals. But walk it through. If I am a member, tell me what I'm paying and what I'm getting for the service. Yeah, so as a member, you're getting lunch for as little or, or dinner for as little as about $6 per meal, depending on what you book. So with MealPal, as a consumer, you'll always save at least 20%. Um, you're buying sort of a, a package of meals. And when you log into the website, you'll see that each restaurant on our platform is offering just one menu option per day. So you might choose the kale salad at Sweet Green or the steak burrito bowl at Chipotle. The menu's going to rotate on a daily basis, so you'll always have hundreds of choices, actually thousands of choices on a daily basis. But by having it all focused on one meal per restaurant, we're giving the restaurant really valuable efficiency and really valuable operational capacity. Um, you know, the restaurant is able to have a couple of employees make just the meal pal meals, and they're making a lot of the same meals very quickly as opposed to making a lot of individual orders. And so especially right now, as restaurants are facing pretty significant staffing challenges and trying to rehire, restaurants are really getting value out of MealPal because they're able to make their meals more efficiently. And I'm curious, so if I'm a member, what do I pay for? the? Or there's different plans, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. We have a couple of different plans. Okay. So our most common plan is a 12-meal plan, and that's about $85 per month. Um, we also have a 16-meal plan that's $139. And actually, we have a trial that's about $15. We'll let you try out three meals and get free delivery on those meals as well so you can really see how the service works and, and make sure it's a good fit for you. And you have to order by what time? By a certain time in the morning? Yeah, so for our lunch product, you can actually order in real time now. So we've mm. built out a data algorithm. We can predict where people will order from and still send orders to the restaurant in advance. So you can order all the way really through lunchtime. And then for dinner, you still have to order in advance. So for dinner, you just have to order by 4 o'clock the day of. 
That is really interesting. So talk to me about the number of users, because you've been doing this, was it 2016 that you launched this? Um, right. Tell me, that's what, five, four or five years yeah. that you've yeah, been doing? Yeah, about five years now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, most of our business, you know, pre-COVID, we were really lunch focused. And so we did over 40 million reservations for lunch. We wow. paid restaurants over $250 million in, in truly incremental revenue. So really valuable revenue, really different than a delivery service provider, because we're not taking a fee on each order that we send to the restaurant. We're instead sending the restaurant a bulk order. So we can say to uh, Sweetgreen, we want to send you 100 orders for the same item, and they can price out what that 100 orders would be, and we can then pass some of those savings along to the consumer. So really valuable partner to restaurants, I think. Um, that's sort of a core part of our DNA. We have to have a product that's beneficial to restaurants and that's helpful for restaurants and building good businesses. And then at the same time, we want to make sure we're saving consumers money and helping them have efficient meals. So, Mary, I'm fascinated by what you are doing because it feels like you are stripping it down and kind of simplifying the process but and also reducing the cost uh, and helping restaurants as well as users in the process. Having said that, how many users do you have? What's the kind of growth that you're seeing? Yeah, so I can't share user numbers, but I can tell you on a daily basis, there are tens of thousands of people who are using our product in cities really around the world. So we're available in, in 20 markets from New York to San Francisco, even internationally in London, Singapore, uh, wow. Australia. Um, and I think really the, the name of the game for us is all about efficiency, right? We mm -hmm. want to give our users a really efficient way to get lunch or dinner, whether they want to pick it up or whether they want to have it delivered. We want them saving money and saving time. And we're saving uh, the restaurants, creating efficiency for them as well, which is really different than what others in the space have done in the past. Well, let me just push you a little bit. I understand you can't share numbers, but how sticky is it? I mean, if someone, when someone signs up for a meal plan, are, do they have to commit to six months, a year, one month? How does that work? Yeah, so we do 30-day cycles. So it's okay. a monthly commitment. You know, people don't have to renew after that. The, the overwhelming majority of people do renew after one cycle. So, you know, similar to ClassPass and many other subscription models, we found that to be a really good way to build a business and, and really to have some predictability for our restaurant partners as well. So, so, you're, so you're not spending a ton of money on marketing to kind of keep people in, or do you? Like, what's your biggest cost of mm -hmm. operation? Yeah, I mean, our biggest cost is the cost of the team and our engineers and the people who are building the product. Um, you know, we don't spend a ton of money on marketing. The majority of people who are signing up for MealPal have mm -hmm. heard about it from a friend or a coworker. Um, you know, I think especially when people were in offices, this is the type of thing that would catch on in one office and you'd have, you know, entire floors of people at uh, Citibank or JP Morgan or Credit Suisse all using MealPal to get lunch together and kind of facilitating that that sort of social time of their day for them. Um, do you see, I mean, I'm thinking about the established players that have been out there, you know, all of us, if we go to, I'm looking at my phone, if I go to my food apps, you know, whether it's Grubhub, whether it's DoorDash, whether it's, um, I've got Yelp, I've got Open Table, yeah. I've got Uber Eats. I mean, do you see yourself as a competitor to them? Or how do you see it differently? Yeah, I mean, our model is really different, right? If yeah. you wanted to order a burrito bowl from Chipotle right now and have it delivered to you right now, you're going to be paying upwards of $20 on most of those apps. Now, the burrito bowl might cost only 10 to $12, but when you kind of layer in all of the fees, you're going to be paying quite a bit for that sort of on-demand experience. Um, with MealPal, now with our delivery product or with Pickup, you're going to be getting that exact same meal for, you know, 8 or $9. So, I think, you know, MealPal is really well suited to people who are consistently ordering restaurant food and who can kind of say like, yeah, I do order takeout or I do want to do delivery 
six times a month, 10 times a month, whatever it might be, this is going to be a much more efficient way to do that. Um, it's interesting too. Uh, I mean, do you have any indications that you said that most people who sign up for a month, they stay with you and they stay with you for months, for the year, for years? Yeah, we've got people who have been with us for several, several years. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, we've got people who have literally saved uh, over $10,000 using MealPal at this point. If you look at all of the meals they reserved compared to, you know, the cost it would have been if they were buying them at retail. Well, I'm going to tell you in my household, too, it's just because of the pandemic, there was a lot of food ordering going on and <laughs> yeah, the additional yeah. fees. And all of a sudden you look at it and you're right. You order a salad that maybe doesn't cost that much. But once you throw on all the fees, you're like, yeah. I just spent 30 bucks for a salad. Uh, yeah, and there's some guilt there. <laughs> there's a lot of guilt. Um what about your demographics of your users? Is it a younger crowd? Is it across the age spectrum? Or give what can you share with us about the demos of who's using your service? Yeah, so pre-COVID, it definitely skewed a bit younger. It was okay. people who were um, sort of, you know, they're 22 to 35 working in offices and looking to save money on lunch and, and really wanting to, to get lunch in the restaurant on a daily basis. Um, of course, stuff shifted with COVID. So we started to have more families using the product. We started to expand our product offering to be available in suburbs as well. So kind of outside of that that core urban area where we started. Um, You know, I think we really do focus on areas where there's a good amount of density. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sending a high number of orders to our restaurants is really key. You know, if we can send Chipotle 100 orders all for the same item, it's going to be really efficient for them to make those meals. And so we want to make sure any market that we're in or any restaurants that we're partnering with we can really send them meaningful volume so it's beneficial to their operations. Mary, how do you pick and choose partners or do you pick and choose or are you pretty open to whoever wants to be on the platform? Yeah, so we capture ratings for every meal served on the platform. You know, if, if we find that a restaurant doesn't have ratings that are sort of in line with where we think they should be, we'll be talking to that restaurant and kind of making a determination of whether they should stay or not. I think the unique thing, though, about food is that a meal that I give five stars, you might, you might hate and give one star and vice versa. And so right. a key part of our product is our recommendation engine. So about 50% of the reservations we get on a daily basis are people choosing the meal that we've recommended for them. We recommend three meals for a user on a daily basis based on what they've reserved and what they've rated in the past. So we really start to understand a user's preferences and and do a pretty good job of matching them up with the best meal for them on a given day. And forgive me because I haven't used the service. I'm being quite transparent and honest with you. But but Tim Stanovic, who I told you, he has used it. And he's talked about it um, uh, before you came on earlier in our broadcast. Do you tend to work with well-known chains? I know Shake Shack's there, Sweet Green, Chipotle, um, Babo is there. uh, So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we do. We certainly work with the well-known chains, okay. think, you know, because they're in all the cities. But we work with a lot of the local restaurants as well. You know, hearing you guys talk about pizza earlier, mm-hmm. I mean, Pizza Loves Emily in New York. They're an amazing partner. They've got, I think, some of the most creative pizzas in, in New York City. Or Keste is another great one. Or Patsy's Pizzeria. I mean, we've got a lot of mom-and-pop restaurants that are, you know, maybe one or two locations and you know, really all over the world, we've got over 5,000 different restaurant partners in total. It's really interesting, your approach. So what's the end game for you? Do you want to, is the plan to go public at some point? Absolutely. We want to fundamentally change the way people eat and empower restaurants to build better businesses. We think that we can be the go-to app for how consumers are, are ordering food, saving money on food, really making sure that they are eating intelligently and, and, and saving money at the same time. 
Well, as you continue your work and when you plan to go public, come come on and talk to us. <laughs> keep us <laughs> keep us up to Thanks date. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really <laughs> fascinating um, and appreciate it. We look forward to talking to you again. Mary Biggin, she's Chief Executive Officer, Co-Founder of MealPal, uh, joining us on the phone in New York City.